to read uh, from God's Word before Matt comes, and then uh, I'll hand you over to uh, his capable hands. So this is from um, Acts chapter 2, verse 36 to the end. Do you want to join me? So from verse 36. It says, Therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accept his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Lord, just bless your word to us this morning. We pray for Matt as he comes to, to speak with us and share your message. Lord, just open our hearts and our ears to what you have to say for us through your word today. Thank you for this amazing passage on that early church, your church. Lord, we pray all this in your special name. Amen. Matthew. Good morning, everyone. It's good to see you all, guys, and uh, just good to see. It's great to have uh, Dan here. We've been praying for Dan and Ellie and the family, and uh, this is his first Sunday back out for how long? Too long, too long with his condition. So, but he's feeling a lot better. So it's great. And Edna as well. We've been praying for you. We've been at Landock Hospital for for a while, and Dave and Sankuma has been looking after you. So it's great that you're back. As well, so it's great to just uh, I welcome everyone, and also I don't know you, but it's great that the schools are back as well. So I'm I'm very happy with that. And Theo went to the lighthouse this week. He didn't even cry, did he, Ruth? Where's Ruth? I can't see. Didn't cry. He absolutely loved it. So he's looking forward to that. So um, so yeah. So it's great to see us and to and to just share God's word together. But I just want you to think, do when you meet someone and they say, like, oh, oh I'm a Christian, or you might say, oh, I'm a Christian, or I'm part of a Christian, or I'm a Christian, like, what, what does that mean, like, in today's society when someone says, I'm a Christian? Because I often, people will, will talk in and they say, oh, I'm a Christian, and then a bit further line, they'll, they'll be saying, oh, Jesus Christ, and they'll say, can I use Jesus Christ's name, like, as a swear word, like, like, obviously, that kind of jars me and thinks, well... Or I might see, meet, see someone who says, like, literally this week, 
oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but then they were kind of explaining to me then how actually God didn't create the world, the heavens and the world. Like it's all evolution, and so science has proved that, and so, and so just like, well, like where do you base your faith from then? Like where do you kind of, if you believe the Jesus part, like surely you've got to believe all of this as well then, or, or then even, um, yeah, if someone, you meet someone, oh, I'm a Christian, and they're like, oh, brilliant, like what church are you a part of? Oh, no, I, I don't go to church. Like, like oh, oh, I was baptized, but I don't do the church thing, but, but I am a Christian. I've even got, like, a necklace and things like that. So, so it, it, when we say, like, I'm a Christian, or you hear people say I'm a Christian, for me now, I, I kind of sum it up as a Christian is, is a follower of Jesus Christ, like a follower of Jesus. And the follower word is, is a big part of that, someone who is continually following after Jesus Christ. If you look at the Gospels, uh, lots of people, because Jesus was physically there, he could only then be in one place at a time, couldn't he? So crowds went after him, people believed in him, they went, they kind of ripped the roofs just to see him, like they followed him. And, like, and lots of crowds, lots of people went. There was, also, there was certain parts where there was, you'd read and say, and Jesus said something, and the crowds turned away. Or Jesus said something, and the disciples found it too difficult, and they walked away. Or, oh, Jesus, I'm going to follow you, but let me, like, get my life sorted together first. Or let me kind of bury my father. And Jesus kept walking. Walk and these disciples are like followers of Jesus. And so for me, as, as Christians today, it's all about continually following Jesus Christ. And we believe, like, faith alone, grace alone. We believe in Jesus Christ. But it's a, a follower. If someone says to me, I'm a Christian, or I'm a Christian, I want it to be, like, well, that means, like, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And one way we follow Jesus Christ is by being part of his church, isn't it? By loving one another, by being part of his body. And, um, and as, 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 as a leader of Thornhill Church, we want being a Christian and being a part of Thornhill Church to look like something. Like, obviously, faith alone, belief is massively important. Like, that's how we're justified. But we also want it to look like something, don't we? We want it kind of it to look like something, and we don't want people um, to attend Thornhill Church. Like that's not our desire at all. We don't want people to like attend Thornhill Church or attend the meetings or the gatherings. We want people to be a part of it, isn't it? We don't want people to attend. We want people to be a part of something. And so, if you're not a Christian, we're going to be looking today at. And what it means, our heart, what it means to be like a devoted church. And if you're not a Christian here today, you might think, oh, well, this isn't relevant to me. But we want you to like kind of count the cost in that sense. We want to say like this is what it means, a little bit of what it means to follow Jesus. We don't want you to just kind of say a quick prayer or kind of like have a misguided information of what it means to be a Christian. Like we want to show you like this costs everything because it costs Jesus everything. And so this costs everything or if you're new to church or new to this church maybe you've moved to the area or you've been visiting you different churches do it do it differently and so we kind of want to show you almost a bit of our dna what it looks like to be a part of of thornhill church what we want that to look like and also if you've been here for a long time or been here for over the journey for the last four years of what it is we were trying to do about this devo- devoted like this is just a refresher isn't it it's a refresher, and we might kind of think, oh, I've heard this before, but sometimes we think, oh, the gospel, 
like that's just for non-Christians. But we need the gospel all the time, don't we? Like we need the gospel in our lives. So like this is like a refresher. This is for us as his body. So what I'm going to do is more or less going to just read this out. So if you haven't, if you either got one there, if you haven't got one, there's ones at the back there. So go and grab one. Or we sent it out on the WhatsApp group this morning. So I won't think you're playing snake or anything like that. So if you've got your phone out and, and, uh, and you want to look at that through your phone, then that's, that's absolutely fine as well. It's on there. But if you've got it in the sheet of paper, then that's in front of you. Or if you don't, then it's literally behind you. Go and grab one of them as well then. So this is what we're going to be looking at. Does, it, does anyone not have, a, have one of these or WhatsApp? If you don't, then there's, we can grab you some. I think everyone's got one. All right, brilliant. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through this, which we do once a term, and then we're doing something a little bit new this term or an encouragement. It's called twos, twos and threes or twos or threes. So I'm just going to share briefly about this. But this is something that we, we believe. So Thornhill Church, devoted body members. Like we, want, uh, we want to be a church devoted to Jesus Christ. We believe he is before all things, and in him all things hold together, and he is the head of the body, the church, and that's in the book of Colossians. And he wants disciples devoted to local churches, which are a picture of his global church and his kingdom mission. He wants to fill believers with his, with his spirit, his Holy Spirit, and in that filling also we, we receive gifts. So he wants to fill his spirit is believer with, with his spirit and gifts to be, become body parts or members of his church, of his body or church under his headship. And these, uh, the desire, desire for these six devotions at Thornhill Church is to help us be a local church that pleases the heart of God, that honors the Father, that represents the Son, and that is led by the Spirit. Amen? Amen. And so, and so a lot of our devotions come out of the passage that Stu just read in Acts 2, and it's there in front of you for reference. But also, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about this body members. And so feel free to have a look at that a bit, bit later. But verse 12 and 27 there says, Just as a body, though one, has many members, but all its members form one body, so it is with Christ. And look at this part. Now you are the body of Christ. He's talking to us here. Now you are the body of Christ. And each one of you is a part of it. And so coming up this Acts uh, passage, which was the early church, we've talked about this before. It's not just a, a, a blueprint for every church. For, for, um, it's, it's not as if like every church has got, this to, got to do this to the letter or to the dot. Because... The Bible doesn't end in Acts 2. It continues. Like there's, th- there's things in there today that I feel, and, and as Christians we believe, is still important that we still need to, to carry on. But not everything necessarily. Uh, but these are the things that we feel stand out for us today in 2023 that we want to be devoted to as people of God in Thornhill Church. And one of them is devoted to baptism. And you can look at that in verses 37 through the preaching, 38 39 and 41 3,000 of these people not just heard but then they got baptized like literally straight away they, they heard they believed 
and got baptized. And even in that baptism, it would have separated them from their families, maybe from their communities. Uh, but they, they, they did that because they believed this so strongly. Uh, and just reading this, we long to see the baptism pool being used every week. Amen? Amen. And so it is by faith and faith alone that we are saved. But baptism is an essential part of following Christ that Jesus commanded. That's what he said on, in his last words on earth in the Great Commission. We acknowledge that as an independent church, we are people here with vast experiences of baptism. And our practice at Thornhill Church is full immersion believers baptism where physically possible. What do we mean by physically possible? I think Edna got baptized a few years ago and, uh, and she still got soaked though. You made sure she got soaked, didn't you, David? Yeah, but, but, but we have occasions where we haven't got a, a disabled ramp and things like that, but that's what it means for physically possible. Um, and for teenagers and adults who have faith in Jesus Christ. We give, we give people the choice to share a testimony or just answer some yes or no questions. We don't want to make a barrier. You don't need to come here and do a 20-minute sermon like me, sometimes 25. But you don't need to come here and kind of do all this. Like if you, if you go there and we ask you, well, you believe yes or no, then, then that's okay. We want it to be a confession. But sometimes people share the stories. And we would consider baptism baptizing children younger than 13, so teenagers, but we would speak to them and their family. And even as a dad now with Yayan, we're having conversations of that nine. And, um, and so like we're working thing, those things out, our family as well, like we're working those out. Because sometimes we almost kind of feel like, oh no, we wait for them to become teenagers. But we're almost like thinking, waiting for them to slip up a bit, like kind of all that to prove it. Then other times it's, be, be, it's helpful as well for them to know this is like yeah, what they believe. So we, we wrestle with that and we just want to, so if there's your children that you kind of, they're really bugging you with that, like take that as a really good problem and come and speak to us and we'll speak to them as well. So that's devoted to baptism. Also devoted commun to communion. Uh, and it says you're an elder. It, uh, we got Stu is one of the elders. I'm one of the elders. If Alan and Jacob could just stand up, and get, and then uh, and sh just give everyone a wave. There we go. So this is Alan and Jacob. Well, if you don't know, and myself and and Stu, we're a team of four four elders. So I'm the pastor here. Uh, so I work full time, uh, and I lead these guys. And so there's sometimes from being here full time. Sometimes I'll make decisions in the week or I'll see people myself. But we try to meet once a week or once every other week where we, dis we discuss together, we talk about things together, we, we, we work things out together. So we're a team of that. So don't just think, think that you need to speak to me or, or I have to wait for math. Please speak to, to these guys as well. But devoted to, to communion, it talks to you, an elder will currently lead communion one Sunday a month one, on occasions when the whole church is gathered or they'll ask someone to lead it. We intentionally do it together as, as it is meant to be a communal time, not an individual or small group experience unless uh, elders say. And just on that, like that sounds like, oh, is that a bit, the elders having a bit of a power trip or kind of wanting to control it. It's not that at all. We just feel like the, we're the body of Christ and so we are Thornhill Church. And so we don't uh, we love, obviously we love groups, we, we want groups, 
but we don't want people thinking, I can remember when I did an Alpha course, like these guys were kind of coming through their faith, and it was on a Tuesday night, and it was almost like they said, well, if this is church, brilliant, like sign me up. Like, I don't want to do the Sunday thing, or I don't want to kind of see other people, but if I get to see you guys 12, and this is it, then great, I'm happy, like, and we're just like, no, this is, that's not what it's about. Like, the, the, the groups are part of the church, but the groups aren't the church. So when we do communion, we do it all together. Like, we do it all together. And there might be times where we say, all right, guys, leaders, actually, we'd like you to do group uh, communion this week, or if you spe- speak to us. But it's not like a control power thing. We want it to be a communal thing. We want it to be a time where we all do this together. And we want to take communion in celebration and reflection in Christ's death, resurrection, and second coming. Amen? This is a celebration that we get to partake in. And as we take the bread and wine in remembrance of Christ's love and forgiveness in making us right with God, we also have to share that love and forgiveness with one another as the church and also those outside the church. I can remember hearing a story during the pandemic and lockdown how obviously things had to change and we were like all these different one-way systems and I can remember a church uh, in Swansea a woman complained to one of the pastors and like this is a good church as well one they complained to one of the pastors because they had to go on they sat on that side and they had to go on that side like to go and take communion and they complained and the lady, the complaint was the lady said I've been in this church for however many years but now I have to walk past this woman and I haven't spoken to her for 15 years. Like we argued 15 years ago and now you want me to kind of walk close to her. <laughs> like that's crazy, isn't it? Like that is like crazy. So as, as we like kind of have friction or as we maybe annoy one another or as we kind of jar one another or hurt one another, which we will do, we will do. Like we want communion to be a time where we love one another, where we forgive one another, where we say to each other, look, I'm sorry, like, I hurt you. Or actually, we need to spend a bit more time with this. Like, actually, something's unresolved here. Like, let's, let's meet for coffee this week. Like, we want to be, we want the love and forgiveness of, of God, don't we? But also, we want to share that with one another. And that's why we do it, is to share it together. And we explain communion before we take it so that people don't take it in an unworthy manner or bring judgment upon themselves, as it says in First uh, Corinthians 12. And we lay, leave children taking communion up to the parents and child. So we encourage families to talk about this together and explain things. And again, me and Becky are doing that with the boys we work out. We acknowledge that Theo, he just loves a, a bit of cracker. <laughs> but for the older boys, like, we just kind of say, oh, like, why are you taking this? Like, what does this mean? Like, and also, as we're taking that, they can say to us, well, Dad, like, why are you taking it? Like, you just argue with Mammy. <laughs> Like, why are you taking it? Well, you need to sort that out. So we do that as a family. Also, number three, devoted to Sundays. And it doesn't say Sundays in Acts 2, but it talks about uh, uh, the meeting in the temple court as a large group in verse 36, 40, 42, and 46. talks about even if when they were preaching, they're part of a large group. And Sunday mornings is currently the only time and the only place where the whole body of Thornhill Church joins together. As elders, we will devote ourselves to being here on Sundays to serve others, 
and Sundays are also a time where we can all serve one another with our God-given abilities, the spiritual gifts he has given people, or by simply loving one another as the body parts of his church. For some people, like, they're great with kids, aren't they? Like, I'm not. Like, some people are great with kids, so they, they love that. Other people might have the gift of, of preaching or encouraging, and so, or, 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 or another spiritual gift, the gift of prophecy where they might want to speak into someone's life. And so we have an opportunity for that on a Sunday. But sometimes we might be in a stage where all we've got is to listen to someone. Like, and so if I listen to someone, and so that's what we want to do. We're not talking like, oh, these people are great, or yeah, they're super gifted, or like, we just want to love one another. We want to be together and love one another. And on Sundays, um, we have Bible teaching, fellowship, corporate worship, prayer, communion, baptisms, dedications, etc. And gathering as a whole church should be the highest calling or priority of our week as people of God to gather to worship, surrender, and connect to Jesus, the head of the church. And we need to be careful of that as Christians. Like we need to reclaim Sunday. Like we need to reclaim the gathering of God's people and be even like every week I'll go to take the boys to football on a Saturday. And they're like, oh, yeah, my kid does swimming as well. they got birthday parties. Or they do rugby. Like, is he going to come and play rugby? And we're like, every week I'm just like, nah, like, we, we go to church. We, for us, church is more important than f- football. Like, for us, church is more important. Like, if we get an invite to a party on a Sunday, we'll be like, intentionally say, thanks for the invite, but, like, church is more important. <laughs> Like, even on your daughter or your, your three-year-old bouncy castle, like, church for us is more important. Like, when the, all this is coming on, like, church meeting together as the family of God is more important. That's what we want to protect. And we encourage body members to let their groups know if they, are, if they are ill or away on a Sunday for pastoral care and accountability, just to share with one another. We don't, we don't like, check up... On people we haven't got a list of like oh you didn't you come here this Sunday but like we want to have pastoral care and accountability for one another and we do that mainly in our groups which goes on to that devoted to term groups uh, verse 44 and 46 we did this last week but if you have one of these sheets you can see all the 12 groups but let's, let's ask the group if your name or your photo on that as well I, this is the last Sunday I'll do okay if you name or photos now, can you stand as well so people can see you? So if your name or photo is on one of the group leaders, then you can stand. So if, if you're not in a group and you see these guys and you have a look at that, that's the information, then please speak to one of these guys. It's starting this week. We've got 12 groups. They're all lovely. Well, they're all lovely. And so, like, it's great. Like, so if you're not in a group, then speak to one of these guys later. Thanks, guys. But that's, uh, so these are the, the groups, and these are, we call them uh, term groups. And even, I was sharing in the prayer meeting last week, me and Becky felt prompted to start a marriage course um, this, this term. We just felt like we thought it would be good for us, but also for others. But no one, like, no one, like, asked for it in that sense, but we felt, oh, this is it. And last week, uh, we didn't have anyone signed up for the marriage course. And this week, we got six couples. And so, like, that's what we do. We just kind of look to kind of, all right, what, what's the Lord saying? Do we need something else? Do we need something on a different day? 
like how can we serve one another? And so there's 12 groups to do it, and they, these are called term groups, um, and there are the key elements to following Christ that are increased in these groups, such as hospitality, pastoral care, prayer, Bible study, study and fellowship. Another moment, all our groups are in Thornhill, whether that's in the homes, most of them in the homes. We've got one in the Pendragon pub. Uh, some of them use the cafe, or some of them use our church building. And this is intentional, as we want to love Thornhill and know it as an area in the week and not just on a Sunday. We welcome people living outside Thornhill to be part of this fellowship, which we have many. But we ask them to join us in loving, praying, serving, and doing missions to this area, as well as loving their own neighbours, as we all are called to do with us in our, our workplace or our families, uh, etc. And each term we have a variety of groups on different days, times, etc. So there is a group everyone could join. And then people can stay in, in the same group or change in the next term. And genuinely, if you look at those 12 and think, look, my shifts or my life or right now, like I can't do any of those, then please come and speak to us and we'll see if we can, we can do something for you. The elders appoint group leaders and work with them uh, in what will happen in groups each term, but then trust them to lead. And, and it's a joy to have the group leaders. They often just say, oh, this is what our heart is, this is what we're feeling, and, and so it's great. And the majority and most effective pastoral care happens in these groups. So it's massively important that people join and care for one another in groups. Group leaders will contact elders if they need pastoral care themselves, if they say, look, oh, Matt, I'm struggling with this, or actually, I'm, I'm really struggling, can I take a break, or there's things going on, like they'll contact us, uh, we, we need it as well, they need it. Or if there are people in the groups that might need more support, if they need more time than they can offer, then that person or that leader will contact us and we'll look to help and support and, and meet up with that person as well. So that's our groups. And then two more, uh, devoted to financial giving. They, they say you should never talk about money, politics and religion. We do it all year, so this is devoted to financial giving, uh, verse 45. And we encourage financial giving because, like the others, we believe it's a biblical principle, a way to love God and not love money, which Jesus warns us about, and a way for your money to be used to extend God's kingdom. We massively appreciate people's generosity, as most people give 10% of their income um, on a monthly ba basis with gifted standing order to the church. And even just myself, I'm, I'm employed because you guys give. That is literally it. If you guys didn't give, like, I, would be on, I wouldn't be employed. I'd have to live with Dave Morley in his shed or something like that. But like, this is, we, we massively appreciate because people give. And so like, we're here. And, and because people are giving and because we're in a good financial place, Recently, we got the roof done. We want to employ a kids worker. We want to employ a youth worker. Like we want to extend the kingdom and use that money. So we're really grateful for this. And some people give, uh, talking about 10%, some people give more, some people give less. Some people prefer to give cash, uh, which is in the cafe. Some people's situation change, uh, which may affect their giving. And some people, um, and some people sp speak to us if they need financial help themselves. We, as a church, we financially uh, 
support as well cap christians against poverty so if anyone's in any situations with debt or credit card then again we can help you out then please speak to us we also sometimes do mission or special offerings so we encourage people to seek god on what to give so we give gratefully and we have a praise and prayer agm once a year to give a financial update so people can see where the money goes uh, get an update pray for different ministries and ask questions like if you see me driving a brand new four by four tesla like have a word okay have a word with roger so like we want we don't want to hide things we want to show things of what we're doing and our our money uh, currently goes to employing staff to church building running cost to supplying our church ministries and to supporting missions elsewhere and please speak to rogers on holiday but speak to our treasurer treasurer or debbie or admin if you'd like our most uh, recent financial report we don't want to hide anything we're aware that uh, even in the press some churches get in trouble this so we, we don't want to hide things but we want to show you guys where it goes but continue to use it for god's glory and finally as well devoted to serving verse 44 and also like the Colossians uh, verses big on that. Um, but we want to be a, an everybody member ministry church. Like we want, we, we believe that if God has filled you with his spirit, he has given you a gift. So if God has filled you with his spirit, he has given you a gift. And that is a supernatural gift for his church. And he's given you that gift to serve the church. And so we want to be an everybody member ministry church with people who are continually filled with the Holy Spirit and use their natural or God-given gifts um, and also spiritual gifts as Christ church, but also in their mission, in their workplace, in their families, in their lives to evangelize and share the gospel. Like it's a privilege to serve Jesus and it's also a responsibility. God is the one who gives gifts and all gifts are given to his church and his mission to go and make disciples. Christ is the head of the church and his spirit-filled people are all different body parts of his body on earth. He has appointed elders or leaders in his local church is to lead and protect his people and to help his people know where they could be serving or when they should not be serving. Serving should be an outcome of people's devotion to Jesus and the fellowship. We go through different seasons in life and service to Jesus, and we want to be a people that serve one another through these seasons. Like we're, we're, we're an all-age church, and so you might be a stage where you've served and now your health is different, or maybe you're unable to do it as much, and so in that time, we want, to, we want to serve them, don't we? We want to love them and protect them and, and serve one another and vice versa as well. Like this, this isn't like a show. Like for me, there's three big things when it comes to serving. Character, commitment, and gifting. Character, do we love Jesus? Do we look like Jesus? Do we want to be like Jesus? That's number one. Commitment, like do we love the body? Are we here? Do we see one another? Are we devoted? That's number two. And then gifting is number three. All right, then now we get to now we get to serve one another. Like use your gifts. It's not gifting is not number one. 
character, commitment is most important, and then gifting is number three where we get to, to serve one another. Because someone who's unable to maybe serve in an out the front way, if they still want to love Jesus, and if they're still committed to being his, a part of his family, then that's most important. And we pray, and this is a prayer for all of us in verse 47. We pray that we'll, verse 47, praise God and enjoy the favour of all the pe- people. And that the Lord will add to our number daily those who are being saved. Isn't that our prayer? That the Lord will add to our number daily those who are being saved. And this, just with our love, care and prayer, Math, Alan, Jacob and Stu. And so that's us as the elders. And just this, we just added this. It's almost like, so if you want to make this house your home. So if you've like kind of read that, and you're like, all right, what do I do next? That's great. But like kind of, all right, what's, what's the next step? Like, how do I make this house a home? How do I go from attending to be in a part of something? And, uh, and so you've got a devoted sheet. So that's, even if you didn't want one, <laughs> you've got one now. So that's like number one. Um, uh, and, and so we say, uh, we encourage you to devote to some of the above for a few weeks or months to get to know us and vice versa. Whether you've come from another church or you've moved from another area, or even if people are coming, um, if people have come to faith recently, like we know the story of the different seeds, don't we? For some people, like it can be brilliant and then you don't see them ever again. For other people, they're on a journey with the different seeds. So uh, we encourage you to devote to some of the above for a few weeks and for you to get to know us and for us to get to know you. And then number two, if or once you've been doing that, then go on to the devoted section of our website. So if you go into Thornhill Church, you'll see the site at the top there is, is devoted, and you fill in your details there. That's where we get your details. And then number three, it's mainly myself because I get to, I'm full-time. Then Math or one of the elders will arrange to meet you and, and we'll share more, hear your story, and, and we pray for one another as well. And then number four, I brought that, if that goes well, you're all thinking, like, what's that mean, uh, if that goes well? Like, that's just a genuine part of, for us as elders, like, you are the flock in that sense. So, like, we, our main aim is to protect you guys. Like, that is our f- first and foremost, is to protect you guys. So we don't just kind of allow anyone with any beliefs or any history. When, like, we, I always, if someone's come from another church, I'll always ring up that pastor, like always. I always do that, uh, and and I'll I'll make sure of that because like we want to protect the people I hear, and so if you're coming from a new and also if someone's been messing around in another church and they hear that and go ring their pastor, I wouldn't see them again as well. <laughs> so that saves me a job. So it's like we want to protect you guys. But also we want to show you guys that if we are seeing people, you might not have met them or you might not have a conversation, but we want you to know that we have, that we've spoke to them and that, we, and, and, and that we're bringing them along with us. So if that goes well, you'll be added to the, the church database or weekly email or WhatsApp group. And that's where the communications start then. And then number five is like you just join us in living lives to be continually devoted to Christ his church and his mission like you just get to join us like you get to devote and we just say like well we'll devote to you like you devote to us and like we just get to join one another we get to be christians followers of christ and this is what we're going to do 
that we're going to just do this together and our aim is to devote for the rest of our lives, isn't it? Like, it, 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 like I love Jesus, he's my Lord and my Saviour, but every day, every day aren't we tempted to turn our face away from him? Every day aren't we tempted to kind of walk away from him and go our own way? Every day aren't we, say, aren't we tempted to say, like, my will be done, not your will be done? Like, every day. We're tempted every day. And so this devotion is to, is to devote ourselves to Jesus and to one another. So like that, every day we can say, well, I've got someone who will pray for me. Or actually, I'm going to see my friends in a few days' time. Or actually, yeah, I'm going on Sunday. This has been a tough week, but Sunday is going to be my time when I'm going to breathe. And so we devote to one another. We build one another to keep on going. And finally, this, I'm just going to finish off by sharing something different that we're going to be doing this term if you want it to happen. Like, this is not forced. Like, this isn't, we're not going to follow up. But if you want it, then we're going to make it. Uh, this is the Bible verse says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Actually, this is talking about when there's uh, difficulties in church, almost like church discipline where they're making a decision. But the principle is, is twos or threes. The principle is twos or threes and Jesus being with them. Jesus, he, he met with the crowds. He met with the big groups. Then also... He intentionally met with the 12, like if you want to call it, that was his term group. But then he also, he intentionally invested in James, Peter, and John. You might kind of think, oh, that's favoritism. Or, but like he did it. Like he intentionally invested in James, Peter, and John. If you look in the Old Testament, if you look at all the great characters, Abraham, Moses, Elijah, what did they all do? They all died. <laughs> And so they had to pass it on, didn't they? They had to pass it on and invest into other people and build up other people. They mentored other people. And then the young guys, when King David was just a boy or when Timothy was like a young pastor, what did he do? They needed other people. Like they needed the older ones. They needed people who walked in their footsteps. They needed the advice and the care with that. So this is what it's going to look like if you want to join that. That's a bit small, but it's, only, it's literally only five questions. Well, six, but one of them is your name. So that's pretty easy. <laughs> and so even if you want, this is, this is the good thing about technology right now. If you have your phones with you and you're on the group, like this is about the, the devoted group, I'll literally show you now. I've sent it. Here we go. Boom. So if you're on the devoted group, like that's what it is. You'll get a link there. You click on it. Someone actually, someone didn't have their phone on silent then, did they? I heard that. So this is what it is. And so that's where it, that's where you get to fill it in. And um, and there's there's information on that. You don't even need to put in your email address or phone number, nothing like that. Bank details. Don't worry about that. It's five questions. And and the and the and the, the first part is explaining. Like, this is about, uh, we, we want everyone, I personally think it's really healthy, if everyone met together on a Sunday, and then everyone was part of a group on a weekly basis, and then if everyone in church had one or two other people that we, they would meet with just once a month, 
I'm telling you, like, it will change things. If you just have those three things, like, it will change things. I've had that all my life. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have survived if I didn't have that two or three. I've always had it, and it's always been massively helpful for me. And, like, it's changed me. It's what's kept me going. It's what's grown me. So, like, the first question is, like, uh, obviously your name, what group are you in? Like, we see this as, like, a third layer. So if you're not devoted to Sundays or group, uh, like, we won't put you in a twos or threes. You might think that's a bit harsh, but I don't think Jesus did. I think that's what he did. He, think he, he invested the large, the smaller, and the twos and threes. So this is what we do, is the twos and threes. It's going to be a third layer, if you want to say, of that. So what group are you in? And then it's just like, would you like to be in a two, or would you like to be in a three? The difference we've done... Everyone is different. The two is basically, do you want a mentor or do you want to mentor someone else? Sounds like mentor, that doesn't it? But do you want a mentor or do you want to mentor someone else? So that's the two. And the three is, do you want two brothers or sisters in Christ to walk with you? That's what it is. So a two is, it's this. Johnny's 22, even though he's got a bigger beard than me, and I'm 37. But if Johnny wanted a mentor, then I could become his mentor, in that sense. Like, I'm older than him, I've walked through things, uh, I've been through different things, spiritually, or with his fiance now, Alice, in his relationship, I might have some advice. So once a month, like, I, Johnny can meet up with myself, and we will do that. Once a month. But then if I want if I want to a mentor then, if I wanted someone, then maybe I'll ask Jeff. I'll say, Jeff, like, would you be my mentor? Like, you've been through things, you've been you've taken your kids through primary school, you've taken different situations, you've been through work, you've followed Jesus for a long time. Like how can I learn from you? How can I look at how, how can I like learn off you? And so he would be doing that. So that's what a two is. A two is either you are mentored or you mentor someone else. So if you want to do both, that's absolutely fine. A three then would be finding two other people like in the same sex as you, so men in one group, women in the other group, uh, just to kind of journey with it once a month by like being brothers or sisters in Christ, like Daniel here. Like Dan's too old for me, so he's like, <laughs> so can I go over there, man? 
once a month where we take a deeper. Like we take a deeper. Like this is great. I love this. Sundays, I love this. Group, like I love that. We're going to start this now with six other couples. That'll be great. There'll be things on a Sunday and things in a group. There's still things there that I can't do when it's just me and John. It works just me and John when we can go deeper. That we can. Or there's questions that Johnny can ask me that he might not be able to ask if there's 12 here. So that's the purpose of it, is to just go deeper. I think it's a biblical principle. I think it's massively helpful. Like if you don't want it, like you don't have to have it. I promise you. We we're not gonna we're not gonna chase you up, we're not gonna force you, like this is it. So if you don't fill that in, we probably know it's next week. But if you don't, like that's it. It's totally up to you. But we think it'll be really good. We think it's really helpful. And there's questions on there like if you want to be a two, is there anyone in church that you've got in mind? Like anyone older than you that you think actually I'd love I just love to just sit for them once a month. Like and if we can, like we'll try and make that happen if it's not possible. If anyone says Tony down, then he's gonna be pretty guy. So if anyone just try and make that possible. Or if there's two if it's three, if you want to be a three, and like we said, oh, is there anyone in mind? Actually, yeah, this person. But if you don't, then just write no. And that's not like, oh, oh actually, oh, that's a bit of shame, you know. Just say no, I'm gonna try to make it up to you. Like we're trying to form these things for you. So that's it. It's, if you don't have the WhatsApp group, it's on there. So that's take a photo of that. And you went on Survey Monkey. I don't want to say Survey Monkey, but that's it. And then that's the code. And um, that's where you get part of it as well. Or if you don't have technology uh, and you're in a group with some of you are, then I speak to you, group leaders or myself and we look to make that happen. Or finally as well, if you are already in two group threes and you just want to let us know, then that'd be great as well. Just so we know that's going on. And that monthly meeting might be like I've done it where I've read a Christian book. We read a chapter once a month. Or we do a Bible book together, we have some Bible studies, there's a time where we have question and answers. There's a time for I've been in relationship where I've said to these guys, I said, look, these are all the areas I struggle with in sin in my life. Like literally this is it. Ten things, like here it is, like here is my darkness in my life. Here it is. Whenever we meet at once a month, I give you permission to ask me anything you want. Like ask me anything you want. Like this is it. And if there's anything more that happens, like I'll, I'll tell you. So like this is it. You can, I give you permission to speak into my life. To challenge me, to pray for me. And so that's me, because I, I like going deep with that. I know I've got lots of issues. For other people, they might take a long time to do that. I'm not saying jump into it. Other brothers, it's just like, let's meet for coffee and see how that goes. But that's what we want to do. We want to serve you guys with that. And the song that, I, are we going to sing that song? We're going to sing this song now to finish off. It says, I will worship with all my heart. I will keep, let me see if I can get the word on it. So I will worship with all my heart. I will seek you all my days. I will follow all your ways. I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone. I long to worship you alone. I will. And that's what our heart is to be able to go on this journey. It's a gift.
So let's, as we sing this, let's make it like a prayer together as well.